0: What is up? Welcome to another edition of Sacktown Movie Buffs. Once again, I'm Kier and this is Jason who we haven't seen in I don't know, quite some time. <laughs> but um, Yeah,
1: I got to go. See ya. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so we are back. Uh we're doing another uh another show for our, our top 10 films. Um if you caught our series in the past, we basically started 2000 no, 1995, was it? Yeah, 1995. Yeah, well, the year has been so long. So last year we started doing our top 10 films of every year starting from 1995 when we first met. And we're getting all the way up to the present. And we are finally on 2017, which is technically our next to last year that we have to do uh, in this year and a half project. Because we've already done 2019 and 2020. So we'll be technically caught yeah. up. Uh, by the time we do 2017 and 2018, we will be caught up until, obviously, the end of this year, and then we'll do our 2021, so.
1: And then right. who knows? Yeah, Maybe the... We uh we can do
0: 1994 and, and before, <laughs> so you never know. Sure. Not immediately, though, because I'm about done with these top 10s for a little bit, at least, at least in this capacity yeah. of the year, so definitely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Before we started and did something else, so...
1: I'm over the list show. I'm over the list shows at this point.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> especially this one. Like I said, if you we might do some one offs, like you know, actors or director top tens or something of that nature. I'd be okay with that. But I'm just done with like the um, top ten films of each year shows. So because uh, they, they're very complicated <laughs> to do and to, yeah. to go back and think and always having like reorder my list. Because especially in the earlier years, because a lot of those I hadn't looked at in like forever. And so, like, to go back and reshuffle and be like, did I like that film better? Yeah, like, well, maybe back in 1996 I did, but I don't know. <laughs> you know, I haven't seen it since then. So yeah, yeah, so, yeah. It's been fun, though. I've still been enjoying it. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, that's well. Cool. Well, I say, yeah. without further ado, I say we get right into it. Um, so, we'll go ahead and start off with our So, this show will be number 10 through number six. Um, and then, obviously, we'll come oh. back for. What? We should do our challenge films first, right? Is that on this show? Yeah. Do, do we yeah. watch the challenge films? What were the challenge films?
1: <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> well, mine was the mine was the Hitman's Bodyguard. I don't remember what
0: I gave you. <laughs> I don't remember what it was now. I sure, I'm sure I watched it, but it was like months ago, so I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> Yeah, because this was before your trip, like in June or whatever that was, so I'm not really for sure what was. <laughs> um, well, I guess I'll let you start, and you can start with the Hitman's Bodyguard, and I'll see if I can look up whatever you assign me. <laughs> so. Okay, all right. <laughs> so, I don't you. remember what it was. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. take it away with the Hitman's Bodyguard, then. How was how was that? <laughs> um. Uh, I liked it. <laughs> all right, and your turn. No. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: No, I mean, I liked it. I liked it. It was one of those movies that I just, uh, I didn't, I wasn't interested in when it came out. Of course, I love Samuel L. Jackson, but, uh, um, you know, Ryan Reynolds, you know, I I didn't really care for Ryan Ryan Reynolds when he first came out, but he's done a lot of good stuff since. So I do, I would say I like Ryan Reynolds now, even though back in 2017, I was probably still a little mixed on Ryan Reynolds. So, yeah. I don't know. I just took a pass on it, and it kind of gave me—I don't know why—but it kind the trailer kind of gave me uh, vibes like the Fifty First State. Do you remember that movie? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Samuel yeah. Jackson, yeah, aka yeah. Formula Fifty One, and I've really hated that movie. So I was like, "Oh, this looks like another Fifty First State, uh, another like Samuel Jackson slumming action comedy, pulp fiction wannabe kind of thing." Um, yeah, I could, yeah,
0: I could definitely but, see that. For so, sure,
1: yeah. Yeah, so I took a pass on it, and Simon L. Jackson, you know, for for better or worse, he'll do just about anything, you know what I mean? So, it's not like, you know, like, if he's in a movie, it's not a not a guarantee, you know, I wouldn't say. Yeah, it's good, I mean, but it's
0: not a guarantee. Yeah, I mean, he is my favorite uh, uh, actor, I would say, um, you know, just because of the volume of movies and so many good ones that he's done, but even I don't, like, line up for everything that he turns out, but... I'm that way with almost anybody i'd be more more predicated to like a director being excited to like a film that a director is doing than i would be to like an actual actor because you know actors have to take a lot of films they just they're taking roles for a paycheck you know what i mean there's very few actors that really are super strict and picky about every single film that they that they do but i did like this that film a lot um it didn't make my top 10 or anything like that for this year but i did like it quite a bit and i do remember uh really really enjoying it and thinking that it it had a lot of, uh a lot of comedy, a lot of action, and then um, obviously I saw the the second part that just came out this year, which I also like, but that was mostly because of Selma Hayek's character in the second one, uh, because she's really funny because she has a much bigger role in this one than she did in the first part. So, um, um, but yeah, mm-hmm. great. Yeah, I can I can't find yeah, that I... film that you assigned me. So <laughs> if you remember anywhere during this discussion, I'll go back and give a review on it. But I just can't find it for some reason. So maybe I'll look it up between now and our part two of 2017 and uh, you know if we can't remember what it was so cool (laughs) so i have no clue it was was just forever ago so i don't even remember and i watched it i'm sure i watched it soon after you assigned it to me which was whenever we did our 2016 which i mean yeah probably a month ago yeah i don't know early june i don't i don't know
1: (laughs) no it couldn't no it couldn't have been uh because i got I got I had this injury already and that happened on July eighteenth. So it couldn't have been any more than like a month ago, but still that's a while. That's yeah. a while.
0: Yeah, I don't I so, don't remember. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 In any event, we'll we'll just do our top ten, start with the bottom half. Maybe it'll come to me and I'll remember what it was, but I'm not for
1: sure. Yeah. What it was you now. can do it on the next one. You can do yeah. it on
0: the next half. Absolutely. Because I'm
1: sure a lot of people out there remember what I Remember what I gave you, and they're waiting on it. (laughs)
0: They're waiting on it. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's right. Absolutely. Well, I'll let you (laughs) kick this one off with your number 10 film of 2017. So I'm going to bring that in for you. And that is going to be A Ghost Story. Yes.
1: I I love, love, love this movie. Um, This is kind of an unusual movie. Um, It's not a horror film, um, which some people might might expect the title um it's not a horror film although it does have some some sort of creepy stuff in it a little bit but it's not a horror film basically it's a it's a a film by um a director who i'm a big fan of uh an up-and-coming director named david lowry um who did i mean his first movie i wasn't crazy about called uh, a movie called ain't them body saints um which i was okay with but then i really really liked um This movie, I really liked The Old Man and the Gun. Um, I really liked um, his Pete's Dragon remake. Um, And I really, you know, I've heard nothing but good things pretty much about The Green Knight. Uh, But I haven't seen that one yet, mainly because I've been kind of homebound lately. Um, So, but I really like his style. All of his movies are very different from one another. Um, He's got kind of this earthy, but yet kind of philosophical, metaphysical take on things and i really like it anyway this movie uh is about it, it truly is a ghost story it's about a guy played by casey affleck who is killed in a car accident and for the rest of the movie you just follow him along as a ghost and it, it's kind of a risky movie because for the whole rest of the movie he looks like the ghost on the poster kind of this cartoonish uh kind of almost silly Uh, appearance of a ghost that we've all seen on, you know, Halloween, just like the cheap bed sheet with the eyes cut out. But everybody recognizes that as a ghost, you know, Um, you know, provided the hood's not pointed, which is not, (laughs) you know, that's a little different. But uh, everyone recognized this, this site as a, you know, a ghost. And for the whole rest of the movie, he has no dialogue. He's just kind of there. And it, 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 it's, it's a very experimental, film. Um, I expected to like it. I expected to be kind of, you know, oh, that sounds interesting, but it's probably kind of boring, but it's not, it's a really interesting thought provoking, uh, very unique movie. And Rooney Mara is also in it. She's amazing. She's got this, um, it's got a lot of really long, complicated takes. Um, and there's one scene that's one take that I don't want to spoil it, but it's like, wow, I can't believe she actually, you know, did that. That's that's commitment to your craft. Um, uh, and it's just a really interesting movie. It's definitely not for everybody. you got to have kind of a, a willingness to go, you know, for movies that aren't, you know, point A to point B. But I think it's a really interesting movie, and it's got surprising uh, rewatch capability. You know what I mean? Like, that's another thing. I expected, oh, that's an interesting idea, but it's probably really slow and only something I want to watch once. But I've, I've really enjoyed rewatching it as well because it's got so many interesting layers but yeah that's uh i really like that movie a
0: lot so yeah ghost story cool i haven't seen it so can't comment on it um but sounds sounds like a film <laughs>
1: yeah it doesn't it's probably not your cup of tea i'll be honest
0: <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like a movie
1: <laughs> it's it's indisputably a movie <laughs> yeah
0: i will probably yeah. not be watching it but you never know You just never know. You just never know. Yeah. You never know. Cool. Well, moving on to my number 10, which is an interesting one because I I found out I never actually did a top 10 for 2017, so when we did this one, I actually had to go back and figure out what my top 10 was, and I kind of was going off of what I rated films off of, and um, so this one actually came up as number 10, which surprised the heck out of me because I didn't think it would be my number 10 because it's it's, it's kind of universally panned by most people but we both like it number 10 is actually going to be the original uh justice league um so not the oh. Zack snyder version i guess if you will but the the actual 2017 version that everybody panned, that ended up getting basically redone with the justice league cut by Zack snyder as you know he basically had to step away from the project for a, a, a death in the family and then came back and last year or Earlier this year, I think, and and redid you know yeah. all of his, all of the scenes and added it back and made it like this four hour epic long movie, you know this one is it's almost it's it's essentially the same movie. I mean they did change a little bit here and there, um, and obviously the the visual aspects of it were, were different in this one, and it is much more condensed. Um, but the the element's still there. I mean you know what I mean, like the 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 shell of the film is still in this movie. It's just the other one is more expanded, which allows for of course, more character development and things of that nature, which does, in my opinion, make it a much better film. But I still really enjoyed this one. So I know this one gets panned. A lot of people didn't like it for one reason or another. Um, but but you know, I I liked it. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a good movie. Um, you know, rewatching, I would probably go with the two thousand, the twenty twenty one Zack Snyder's version. If I had to rewatch either one of them, but for this one, until that one came out, would have been you know, easily one that I would have rewatched over again for sure. So that's my number 10 Uh, justice league, not the Zack Snyder version, I guess (laughs) not his cut anyways. So
1: yeah, I was, I was one of the people that panned this one, man. Sorry. Uh, I am a Zack Snyder fan. I love Batman versus Superman. uh, But I remember when this came out, it just didn't, it, it, it did nothing for me. And I think seeing the, 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 the Snyder cut you know earlier this year kind of explain why it, it the earlier version did nothing for me because it cut out all of the the context and the character development and all those uh, the all the dark edges and stuff like that so and it made it more upbeat and more you know upbeat and more brighter literally brighter color wise um, so i don't remember really anything about that the one that came out in 2017 except that coming off of the heels of batman versus superman which i loved and that's another one that a lot of people, yeah, that's a lot of people, hate. people didn't like either
0: yeah
1: even probably more so than this yeah one, and i so don't get not, it
0: so,
1: yeah. yeah i don't get it i i i don't i don't get i don't get the hate on that one I, I i think it's great um but this one uh you know i don't know it didn't do anything for me so but i did really 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 like the expanded cut that came out this this year a lot
0: so yeah cool all right, well, sorry, one, man, <laughs> not a problem. All right, we'll move around along to your number nine. We'll bring that in mm-hmm. going to be the big sick. Yep. Uh,
1: the big sick. This is um, to me. It's like a really excellent um, example of uh, just a comedy drama. You know what I mean? Like a lot of, there are a lot, a million comedy dramas that come out every year and you know, a lot of them are fine, but every once in a while, I think one rises to a higher level and this is one of those. Um, it's just it's it, it's it's it hits every it hits every thing that it's supposed to do. It's funny, it's moving, it's well acted. it's got a really engaging story. Um, in this case, it's loosely based um, on a true story. Uh, the star is Kumal Nanjiani. Um, he this is basically, uh, a, loosely based on a, a story uh, from his life that he, you know, started going out with this lady and right after they started to, you know, right after they met almost and started going out, she falls into a coma. And what happens when he sticks around, you know, gets to know her family, um, there's all sorts of stuff, great stuff with his family. And then, of course, what happens when she wakes up from the coma, which is not what you might expect initially, um, but it's 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 long. Uh, you know, it's long, but I think it, it earns the length um, because it it's it's consistently engaging. It's it's just a really good uh, movie. You know, what I mean, like it's not uh, it's not trying to to break break the mold or you know blow your mind with its. Uh, You know, filmmaking style or anything like that. It's just a really good story, really well told. So yeah, that's my number nine.
0: Cool. Yeah, no, I actually liked this one quite a bit. Um, This is actually one Mm -hmm. that's actually going to appear on my countdown, just a little bit further up. Um, But um, I really did like it. Um, Like I said, I don't want to go too much into it because like I said, it's going to reappear anyways. But yeah, definitely one that I, I really did enjoy and thought the acting was great and the story was great as well. So yeah, great, great, great choice for sure. For once. I know. <laughs> <laughs> for once. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, moving on to my number nine, and I'll bring that in. That is actually going to be Tommy Blonde, uh, with stars uh, Charlize Theron and uh, also, um, well, stars a bunch of people, but she's a main star. Um, so, set what in the 1980s? I can't, right after the, was it before the Berlin Wall came down or right after? I can't remember. I think it's right before. Yeah, right before. Yeah, I think it's right before. Yeah. Yeah. So it's set in the '80s, and she's like a, like a, like a spy, um, and basically sent to like, uh, Europe in order to find out what happened. There's like something that went wrong, like an, a covert op or something of that nature, or somebody was turned, and so her, her job was basically come to find out exactly what happened, and she gets like caught up in like this like conspiracy web thing but it's an action film it's kind of hard just to, to explain because it is an action film but there is a lot of drama to it as well um but it's got some really really cool fight scenes and you know i always love charlie Theron and almost everything that she does so um so she's really 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 cool in this one it definitely kicks a lot of butt um it's just a really really good film but it, it's it's weird because it's an action film but it's not like straight action the entire way through it's just like when there are action scenes they're just like over the top crazy you know what i mean (laughs) so it's like one of those films where like there's a lot of like dialogue and a lot of like uncovering like what's going on and, and all this kind of stuff but then but then you know she gets in these fight scenes that just like you know just and they're they're almost i hate to say realistic but they're not like they're not all like she's just going through just like beating everybody like quickly, you know what I mean? Like she gets hurt a lot in the film as well, you know. Um, yeah, I, mean, I guess you could kind of say it's kind of like John Wick in a way because he does get beat up sometimes in that film, but it's, it's kind of a little bit more in that vein where you know she does get, you know, you know, because she's fighting like men, you know what I mean, like mostly. Um, so you know, she does get beat up, she does get punched in the face, and things of that nature. Um, so it's just a really, really good. Just really good action film in my opinion so and that's why it lands in the number nine spot for me
1: cool yeah i i mean i love i love atomic blind it's not in my top 10 but i can tell you it's not far outside of the top 10. um and it it, it's i'll admit when it first came out when i first saw started seeing trailers for and stuff like i thought yeah this just looks like a you know john wick ripoff you know that's it's kind of you know a big thing these days these uh you know usually set in Europe action movies that with like really slick looking yes. heroes and slick villains and everyone looks cool. And it, you know what I mean? Like that's, I love it. I love it. I love all three of the John Wick yeah. movies. Um, and I thought this just looked like a ripoff, but I absolutely, I loved it. Yeah. Loved it. And, uh, uh, I, uh, I, I think, you know, I think I might even prefer it to the John Wick films, even though I love all of those. Um, I, I there's something just kind of special about this one, and obviously I love the '80s. You know, I love all the '80s music on the soundtrack, and um, I just think it's a really cool, enjoyable movie. Um, so yeah, I love it. I love it. And Charlize Theron's great in it. The action scenes are great. I don't, I don't remember the story at all, but it's kind of the movie where yeah. it doesn't really
0: matter. Yeah, most, most <laughs> action know? films you don't really have to know too much about the story, but yeah, but definitely the action scenes are really good. And what's funny is actually. Yeah now a lot of the films because this one gets compared to like john wick but there's actually a lot of films that have been coming out in the recent years that are being compared to atomic blonde you know like uh i think it's ava with uh, um yeah chastain and yeah gunpowder milkshake and a lot of the other ones are being compared to, to atomic blonde because you know, a lot of these films are coming out or uh jolt um you know all these films are, are coming out and they kind of mirror yeah. a lot of what atomic blonde did so you know it's just one of those things mm-hmm. where everything is kind of you know compared to something else now so yeah of course yeah <laughs> cool yeah
1: cool right, moving on to one.
0: eight um and i'll bring that one in and that is going to be the uh is it the Meyerowitz story Meyerowitz stories
1: yeah uh this is a uh kind of under the radar movie probably a lot of people haven't seen this it's a netflix movie Um, but I think it's just, it's a really special movie in my opinion. Um, and it is, it's, it's very much my kind of movie. I will say I like these movies that are set in New York City, you know, just about like a extended family with a lot of really good actors, well cast. Um, and I mean, there's, there's a, there's a story, there's obviously a story, but that's, that's mainly what kind of movie it is. And it is, uh, it's a Noah Baumbach movie. Um, he's, he's a pretty established director. He's made a lot of acclaimed movies like *The Squid and the Whale*, uh, *Greenberg*, uh, *Francis Ha*. Um, uh, I can't remember the others. There's a lot of other ones, but a bunch of them, yeah. this one seems to get, yeah, this one seems to be getting kind of overlooked. And um, I like all those other movies, but I think this might be, you know, admittedly, I haven't seen, I haven't rewatched *The Squid and the Whale* in a very long time, probably at least ten years. Um, and I remember really loving that, uh, but. Having not seen that in a while, I think this might be my favorite of his movies, and I think that's mainly because, you know, his movies are generally pretty—I don't want to say cold, but they're definitely—they—they they definitely don't involve very sympathetic people a lot of the times. You know what I mean? They're about people who are selfish or self-involved um, and nasty to one another for the most part, and. That can make a great movie i love a lot of movies where everyone's nasty to each other it's funny it's dark you know it's clever or whatever but this movie um i think it's probably my favorite because i did actually care about a lot of the people in there and um it's it's got a little bit of a heart unlike most of his films i did like mistress america mistress america is another one that has actually a little bit of a heart to it i think uh but I just really like this movie i remember it came out around christmas time it's the kind of movie that i like to to watch around christmas time um it gave me memories of seeing the royal tenenbaums when it came out around christmas um so yeah it's got a great cast dustin hoffman adam sandler ben stiller just this great ensemble cast this great new york city atmosphere great performances great dialogue it's just my kind of movie just to stretch out and enjoy for two hours so i love this movie uh
0: that's my number eight Yeah, I thought it was just okay. Um, I didn't think it was as good as The Squid and the Well By I thought that was a much more funnier film. Um, So it's got that... They all kind of are quirky comedies in a way. You know, they're like dark comedies or quirky comedies, however you want to describe it. And this one obviously got... Greenberg's kind of the same way. Uh, You know, this one's got comedians in it also. So it's got some of that same undertones. But I don't know. I I just... This one just kind of just... It didn't do anything for me really personally. I just didn't think it was that interesting. The story I thought was wasn't as good i didn't think the characters were that funny to me or that interesting to me to where i was that invested in the story all the way around so um i would i would go with i would actually go with the squid and well of greenberg over this one personally and i can't remember his other films but i know he's made at least one other one that i really like also i thought but um but um yeah i i, I would put this one down towards the latter of the ones that i've seen anyways of his so uh but yeah to each their own so yeah yeah, this one gets forgotten probably for, for good reason. So
1: Whatever, man. See you were you were doing okay until that last line.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you, man. It's it's like I said, it just it wasn't for me. It wasn't I didn't think this one was as good as the other ones personally. So Yeah. All right. But you know, hey, whatever. Things you know, you, you, you can be the odd man out, you know. I'm sure there's others that agree with you somewhere somewhere (laughs) that's okay you know i'm used to it i'm used to it cool all right we're moving on to my number eight uh which is actually going to be uh three billboards um outside of uh at wing missouri uh which stars uh francis and dormant who's great and everything this one is basically one about her uh basically trying to find out um shit I haven't seen it so long i'm trying to remember if her if her, if her if her daughter was missing or if she was murdered i can't remember now i think she was murdered um, and yeah, yeah. she's looking she's been putting billboards up all over town looking for basically you know trying to find clues to find out the killer basically um and so basically it's kind of a dark comedy because there's a lot of funniness to it um but obviously it deals with some very serious stuff like you know because she's been searching for you know, her daughter's killer for years and trying to get more information into what happened to her. So she's basically kind of having a constant struggle with like local law enforcement, who've been, you know, basically were working the case, but kind of kind of have moved on to other cases now. And um, I just thought it was a really, really good film. Um, I want to say she won an Oscar for this one. I don't remember. She wins an Oscar almost for every film that she does, or at least it's not. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I think she did. think she did yeah i think i I want to say she did so um but yeah she's she's like one of those actresses that just doesn't act all the time but she usually carefully picks roles that are best suited for her um so even if you don't love the movies that she's in always um you know, her acting is always great, and you can always see why she gets nominated for an Oscar almost every time she comes out the gate, just because she's just such an amazing actress, you know. So, um, mm-hmm. so I really enjoy this yep. one. I thought the acting was good, and I thought it was also very, very funny as well. Um, you know, so it's kind of more, more the, in the tone of not, not as funny as like Fargo, of course, but that more like there's some humor there, you know what I mean? Even though they're dealing with some serious subject matter. So, that's what I really liked about this one. So, that is my number eight film.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I liked it a lot, too. Um, I don't remember too much about it. I've only seen it the one time. Uh, I do remember like, having some issues with the script. Uh, I don't remember what those issues were. I just remember I had some, a few misgivings about it, but I still liked it. I mean, it was still really well acted. It was unpredictable. Um, it was funny, but but also poignant. Um, so like, it did what it was supposed to. I, I remember having some misgivings about it, but I don't really remember
0: what those were. So, but yeah, good movie. Cool. All right. We're moving right along to your number seven. And that is going to be it.
1: Oh man. I love this movie so much. Um, I'm a big, you know, I'm a big horror fan. Um, I'm a big fan of many or most Stephen King adaptations. Uh, Definitely not all, but most, I would say a lot. Um, And this is one of the best Stephen King adaptations we've had in a long time. And um, I'm glad that it has been, uh, you know, as well received as it was because uh, horror movie fans especially are um, very skeptical of remakes or reboots or anything like that. So obviously the miniseries that came out in 1990 of IT a lot of horror movie fans are very, very attached to that movie, myself included. You know, I watched it when it was when I was 12, when it came out. It was it aired on two nights. You know, and I remember be, it being really scary and really awesome. And I've watched it many times, um, so I have a deep, uh, deep nostalgic attachment to the first miniseries of it. And I think it's still really good. You know, I just watched it before this came out. Um, and it's got its problems, you know, it's got its problems. It it is still a 1990 TV movie and it comes with those kind of limitations, but it's still really good. And Tim (laughs) Curry is still just like amazing in that movie. I love it, but I will go on record as saying that I think the, this movie outdoes it. Um, I think it is every bit as scary. Um, and it's got, uh, you know, it's got unmistakable advances in special effects and, you know, just cinematography it's got that beautiful widescreen cinematography and uh just the overall caliber of the cast and everything i think it does as much as i love the original miniseries i think this this outdoes it um, it's really scary really well cast um, you know bill skarsgård is great i don't think he outdoes tim curry that's the one thing that i think the miniseries still has on the uh the new version i, I will say that tim curry to me is still the scariest pennywise um, but i think it's a just a great movie Um, I do have slight misgivings about chapter two, but I think chapter one is almost perfect as far as uh, horror movies go, especially horror remakes or reboots or whatever you want to call them go. So yeah, I think it's a phenomenal movie. Just talking about it,
0: I want to watch it again right now. (laughs) (laughs) No, absolutely no i love i love it i love this version for sure it's actually one that's going to appear um up on my countdown as well um so it'll be in my top 10 also but i really do love this one yeah i mean i've the the tv version well before this one came out but definitely well after 1990 obviously so i don't know 2010 2012 something like that um and I remember watching it as an adult and not liking it as much as I liked it when it was a kid. It just felt a little more made for TV, a little more hokey. Oh, in yeah. some Parts. So, um, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I just don't. That version, I don't really wouldn't have a reason to revisit it. Um, um, obviously, um, we can argue about who was a better, you know monster uh, or a clown but uh but you know i don't know overall that one was just really really hokey to me and it felt hokey and it felt dated dated um and i granted it was made in 1990 and it is a tv film but i mean i have to go on it what where it was you know it was a tv film that Feels like a TV film, you know what I mean. So, um, so I, it's just one that I never revisited be, after, after that, anyways. And now moving forward, if I want to watch it, I'm only going to watch this one. Even though, and I agree with you as well, the second one's not as good as this one. Uh, but I still like the second one as well. So I still like mm-hmm. it, Chapter Two also. It's just not quite as good, which is usually the case with most sequels, anyways. So, but uh but definitely, really, yeah. really enjoy this one quite a bit. So great choice. Yeah. Cool all right moving right along to my number seven and that is going to be baby driver um so uh just a really really good fun action car chase film um I, it's got a great cast just just really really fun i really really enjoyed this film quite a bit um you know i'm an action junkie so you know if action's done well i'm, I'm all over it um you know it's just just really cool you know it's got bank robbery scenes in it which i also really love so it's just like one of those films that i felt like is, is kind of like tailor made for me great cast lots of good action uh you know very suspenseful lots of bloodletting here and there um i just really enjoy it i think baby driver is just a really really good action film definitely one of the, the better action films that i've seen in the last few years for sure so um that's why it ends up number seven on my countdown number seven is baby driver
1: yeah, I love Baby Driver too. Um, it's definitely one that's going to appear for in my countdown a little higher up. Um, but I think it's great. I think it's everything that you mentioned. You know, Edgar Wright is one of my favorite filmmakers. You know, he also made uh, Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz and The World's End. Um, and it's just for some reason, Baby Driver. I don't know why, but it really it reminds me of True Romance. I don't know why. Maybe it's just like the tone of it. You know what I mean? It's got a lot of action. It's very funny. It's got a great soundtrack. Um, it's bright and colorful. Um, but it's also got kind of, it's got a little bit of depth to it. I don't know why, but I always, I always can, you know, I think they would make a really good double feature for some reason, but, uh, uh, it's got an ensemble cast, you know, unpredictable. Uh, but yeah, I love it. It's one that I've watched, geez, at least four times. Um, and, oh, yeah, he also did Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I always forget about that one because it seems not really like the other ones. Um, yeah. But he's definitely one of my favorite filmmakers. And I hear there's a, a sequel yeah. in the works for this. And I would be, you know, all up for that for yeah, sure.
0: For sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How they would do that, I don't know yet. But, yeah, definitely I would be in. <laughs> <the future. laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely will be, uh, you know, there's a post. the poster is basically of all the, the main stars in the film. Definitely will be Sans. Pretty much ninety percent of the people that use see on <laughs> the <a> poster, <laughs> without, without going spoilers. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, no, definitely will be uh, would be interesting to to see that one also for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cool. All right, yep. Moving on to your number six, um, and that is going to be Gerald's game.
1: Yeah, so this is another kind of under the under the radar Netflix movie, um, but it's also a Stephen King adaptation. Um, it is uh, Stephen King had a good year there. Uh, well, I mean, like it's always a good year to be Stephen King because he's always got seventy five books coming out and and adaptations of all of his work from the beginning all the way up till now. Uh, but wh- around the time it came out, I remember that was a, a speci- uh, an especially busy time for him. There was just stuff coming out all over the place there was that pet cemetery remake that was okay um both chapters of it uh this this is um this adaptation of gerald's game of course which is more of a kind of it's 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 basically a horror movie but it's more kind of a dramatic thriller um more kind of in the mold of uh like misery or uh dolores claiborne that kind of thing um but it's about um, it's got kind of a, a little bit of a seamy story, but it's about, uh, a couple who are at, you know, this kind of secluded place and, you know, they're, they're having sexual escapades <laughs> where, uh, you know, that involves the, the woman played by, uh, oh my God, I can't remember her name right now. Oh man, this is me crazy. Cause I love her. I think she's great. Uh, Maybe it'll come yeah, to I me in a second, but yeah. And she's in, she's in a lot of good stuff. And yeah, I, can't of I can't remember her name either. Carla Gugino, Carla Gugino. Yeah. yeah. Carla Gugino. Yeah. She's handcuffed to the bed and her husband has a heart attack and dies. And then she can't, she's tied to the bed and she has no way of getting out. So uh, the movie is kind of this internal dialogue uh, that she has also with, Her husband kind of in her head, you know, in her head version of her husband. Meanwhile, uh, there are external threats. Uh, There's this dog that's threatening. There's maybe an intruder trying to get in um, that might be just in her imagination or not. Uh, But it's definitely one of Stephen King's more kind of internal kind of stories. Uh, But I think it's really, like, marvelously well done. Um, The acting in this movie is incredible. The writing, the directing. um, It's also... Uh, directed by Mike Flanagan, who's another one of my very favorite up-and-coming directors, uh, especially horror directors. He did. Uh, he's obviously really into Stephen King, which is cool, because he did this. He did uh, Dr. Sleep. He did a movie called Hush that I really loved. He did a movie called Oculus that I really loved, which was very Stephen King-influenced. He did uh, The Haunting of Hill House miniseries on Netflix, which was also very Stephen King-influenced, you can tell. Uh, but he obviously has a... Uh, an affinity for this kind of story and it's just really well done it's very suspenseful i like movies that are confined to one location movies where a character is trying to escape from a you know like a very intense situation um and Carlo gugino is just like gives an amazing performance in this movie um with so many la- layers to it um so yeah i think it's it's definitely one that i think gets slept on a lot but i think uh people should check it out especially Stephen king fans who may have missed this in the you know spate of uh uh adaptations that were coming out around that time so yeah it's definitely one that i highly recommend and i've i've it, it has you know re ability too because i watched it i think at least twice at this point yeah but yep i love this movie even give it the edge over it slightly
0: yeah apparently you did um i definitely will not <laughs> be giving it the edge over it <laughs> that's for sure yeah i didn't care for this one so much um Um, It was too confined. I mean, I don't necessarily hate movies where they're confined, but it was just like, I don't know, there just wasn't enough meat to it for me. It was just pretty much her tied to the bed in her head kind of thing. And I don't know, just for me, it just wasn't, there just wasn't enough there for me. So it just, it just didn't do anything for me. Another one where, unfortunately, I could see why it probably got overlooked. Um, It's just, it's just too, uh, it's just too restrictive. There's just not enough going on there for me for this film. Like she's, like I said, you're, she's, more or less, and there's not a spoiler, it's in a, it's on the picture, more or less tied to the bed pretty much the entire film. Um, you know what I mean? And it's just like one of those films where it's just like everything else is either a flashback or a reenactment maybe in our head or something of that nature. And I don't know, there just wasn't enough there for me um, to really get fully invested in the film ever. I was always just kind of like waiting for something else to happen and everything else that was happening wasn't really as interesting as, as I was hoping for. You know, and I, You know, not to be too picky, but it's like one of those things where it's just like, if you're a husband and wife, you're going to want to do all these kinky things. Why not just lock the door? I don't know. know. (laughs) So, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's just like, I I don't understand why you wouldn't have just locked the door before you're going to get ready to all these kinky escapades. But, you know, so I don't know. So, just from the jump, I was already kind of like, why would you leave the door open that's just just dumb <laughs> so uh but i don't know that's just my thought um so like i said i i i can't necessarily agree with you on that one i thought it was just okay but i i didn't love this one and definitely not better than it so or any of the other more recent adaptations i don't even like it better than it too so but uh, or it chapter two i should say but uh but yeah cool another one where i can Sorry, unfortunately, see why it probably didn't, you know, light up the world like some of his other films did. So uh, they came out recently. So whatever, but cool, cool. All right, oh, I know. <laughs> Moving, on. <laughs> Moving on, to my number six, uh, which is already addressed, uh, which is the big sick. Um, so yeah, I really, really like this movie. I wasn't really expecting too much of it. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a love story in, in a sense, um, but it's really funny in a lot of parts as well. It's also dealing with, um, obviously, like I said, somebody that's in the coma, not knowing whether or not she's going to live or die, you know, or what's going to happen with her. And, and then there's a lot of other things about their relationship because they're in an interracial. Not only are they in an interracial relationship, they also come from two different cultures as well. Um, you know, more so with his culture being very, uh, you know, wanting him to like uh be with somebody of his own religion and and that sort of thing and his own background you know and so so there's also that power struggle in the film as well um so there's a lot of different layers to the film Uh, but i really liked it i thought it was a really really good story um you know like i said it is kind of based on um you know has based partially on kind of like his his real life story um you know um and you know he's a obviously a comedian, uh, but he's really, really funny in here. Um, I thought the film has a lot of humor and it has a lot of heart. So yeah, I definitely enjoy this one quite a bit. It's like one of those ones that didn't expect a whole lot from it, but was very pleasantly surprised. So definitely one I highly recommend um, if you like, you know, and I'm not a big like romantic comedy person. I wouldn't necessarily classify this as a romantic comedy because wow. of many serious elements to it, but there are some, romantic elements to the film especially you're wanting to hoping that things are going to go a certain way and it, like you said before it doesn't quite go the way you're going to want it to go and i kind of like that about it as well that it doesn't follow the the the, the real simple f- formula that you were just expecting to happen you know what i mean so uh, mm-hmm. i like that about it as well um but yeah mm-hmm. a very very good film um i thought he was great in there i thought everybody was great in this one so for sure yep cool yep well that is it that's our countdown that's it. <laughs> that yeah. is it um so obviously we have a second half We'll do our number five through number one so you'll definitely want to come back for that uh whenever we get that going that'll probably be sooner rather than later probably because i do like to i don't like to space them out so far so far apart between those two maybe before we do the next show i'll remember whatever that film was you assigned me and then i can just do a review on the next show so uh yeah 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 and then we'll obviously have to do our challenge films for 2018 for that show as well so you'll definitely want to check back for that because that's where yeah, we'll and have to I'll, find each other a film, uh, and and try remember. to remember what it is yeah, try to remember what those ones clearly <laughs> I didn't make enough of an impression on I me mean, whatever it was that I remembered it you know what I mean I, I did I just can't remember what it was now I know I've seen it I just can't remember what it was I was trying to think but I just can't find it uh huh uh-huh yeah um but you know let us know down in the comments you know have you seen you know all these films that we named um do you like them do you not like them clearly if there's any films that didn't make your top 10 yet uh come back for the next show um maybe they'll be in our top five and then we also do our honorable mentions as well so or maybe we'll i don't know sometimes we do sometimes we don't uh or sometimes we will mention the films that didn't quite make our top 10 but films that we definitely love and enjoy so um A lot of films I own, you know, there's a lot of films that, you know, um, I don't know about for you, but I know for me, there's a lot of films that um, aren't in my top 10, but I own it. But there are films that are are in my top 10 that I don't own just because I don't, I probably won't rewatch it all the time. So um, that's just, I I try to only buy things that I know I'm going to rewatch a lot. Um, So there's a lot of just, just like sometimes dumb comedies or just, you know, just, you know, horror films or action films that you know didn't necessarily blow it up at the box office or whatever case may be but i really enjoyed them so i bought it and it's like ones that i know i'll rewatch all the time so um so a lot of times those use it in my honorable mentions but you know but i enjoy them and i love them so cool well in event <laughs> join us next time whatever uh whatever help you sleep at night man yeah. it's okay
1: yeah,
0: man. <laughs> it's <not fun. laughs> <laughs> we'll be back like i said we'll be getting. we'll be back with another show um so uh, stay tuned for that and obviously we'll also be back hopefully with some 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 new film reviews as well so we thank you for watching and as always if you like the channel we ask you to like subscribe make sure you hit that bell notification and uh, we'll see you guys again real soon thank you and goodbye
1: bye